sporadic reports recently of young people, especially females, being allegedly lured away uh, from their homes uh, on the promise of lucrative jobs, only to find themselves being trafficked for sex, has caused mass panic and paranoia in the country. Now, while cases of kidnapping, abduction and missing persons are also on the rise, a social development trafficking in persons in Daba uh, last week actually revealed that at least more than one person is trafficked in South Africa every month. And this number includes children and adults who are lured in and out of the country under false pretenses. And as we start a new series looking at human trafficking, today we bring you a story of Griselda Grootboom, a survivor who has seen it all from being homeless, living in shelters, being gang raped, to being hooked on drugs and prostitution. And today she is still standing and fighting for the rights of prostitutes and the homeless. And she joins us on the line now to share her story. Griselda, thanks so much for speaking to us. Welcome to Update at Noon. Thank you so much and good afternoon. What a pleasure and honor to be on your show. Thank you for having me. Griselda, let's start with your upbringing. Can you talk to us, you know, very briefly about uh, where you actually come from and uh, the kind of upbringing that you had? Um, I grew up in the Western Cape, Cape Town, Woodstock, the District 6 side. Um, and during the time of changes and apartheid, um in Woodstock, Roger Street side, uh, some of us and some of the families were being removed and new structure was going to be taking place in the houses. Um, and during that time, I lost some of my family members, like my grandfather, grandmother, and it just left with me and my dad, and we became homeless. Um, so being a homeless person and just coming from Saturday celebrating World Homeless Day, um, it, it has been quite a journey of just that part of being homeless from the age of eight all the way to 18. Um, I grew up on the streets of Cape Town, lived under the bridge, back and forth, of course, living in a shelter called Onslaught Shelter that's right opposite the police station next to the museum. Um, and I lived my life all the way to that, to the teenage age, youth age. Uh, we lived a lot on tennis and glue to stay home, mystery kids. Um, we, we sort of had a great life now and then because we were one of those kids that went to Tata Madiba's birthday, got lost in the hands of coming back home, came down. Um, so the street life for us was being homeless, was being you are not part of society. Of course, growing up in the shelter, I tried to go to school did that. And when you turn 18 in the shelter, they tell you that it's time to go or they found you with your family or not. But with me, um, I was sort of a very, I don't know what case, because you literally sit with a different social worker every week, which is one of the things in the country that I'm trying to say, um, if we're going to engage with women and girls from sexual exploitations of victims, the approach of social workers, um, what is it today? Is it still the same? And those kind of things. Um, of course, in growing up with um, shelter life, you go to schools where you only get what the state can give you. Uh, and that's what I did at the age of 18. And that was the year of the beginning of me ending up in a best friend's hands sex trafficking. So how exactly did you end up being trafficked, Griselda? And what did it involve? You know, were you stationed in one particular place or were you being moved around? Um, well, I was 
sort of recruited Lutzen in by a friend because I met her here in Cape Town and she met me during sort of school days. And because we as street kids had, you know, access to drugs, um, we would, you know, after school sit somewhere and that's how we met when she started smoking with us. Um, and, you know, we grew as friends, and then she was supposed to leave Cape Town with uh, her family to Johannesburg, um, and that same year of me turning 18, um, and the shelter telling me to go, I said, okay, I'm going to go um, and stay with her in Joburg, and maybe my life will change because now it will be my responsibility with her best friends. Um, and going to Joburg is what the opportunity I took with her. Getting to Joburg is where she surprised me um, with what I didn't expect. We met at Park Station, uh, went all the way through Tiovo, got Tiovo, showed me into a flat. Um, you know, it was one of those small flats where the back room, the second room, was where I walked in. Um, and that's when she went, she left to say she was getting me food, and that was the last time I met her. I took you know, a nap because I thought she was coming back. Um, but then in my nap, I was woken up by three guys. Um, you know, I'm just behind my knees, ducked over my eyes and tied up. And from there, it was just a level of, you think of every breath you take, are you breathing? And men doing whatever they want day and night. Uh, it was every drug of every client, basically, every man that comes and touches another fix for you. All they check is your pulse, that's all. If you've wet yourself, if you've vomited, if you've OD'd, um, you know, the pimps put you in the bath quickly, put you back in the room. And this went on for maybe, I think, two weeks, and then I got kicked out in the middle of the night and then walked to Bayer, and that's how I started to end up in sexual excitation. From there is when Pim started moving me from one place to another. Wow. Absolutely, absolutely harrowing. And as you say, uh, worse still, the way in which you landed up there by trusting a friend. Um, you know, there, there, there's so much more to talk about, uh, hopefully, when we can create a little more space and time to talk about it, Griselda. But but we just want to also highlight this plight and how easy it is for people to fall prey uh, to this trafficking. But in your activism today, uh, do you think that human trafficking is taken seriously enough uh, by law enforcement in this country? Um, you know, I, I I don't really think it has yet, according to way I think ever since 2017, standing um, uh, at the United Nations General Assembly and really emphasizing and really crying and saying, you know, we have the greatest law in South Africa, but for us to implement them, for us to really, really see, oh, wow, the progress in KwaZulu-Natal, um, you know, responding quicker to women and girls or girls under the age of 18 um, getting trafficked or really just focusing on a sort of strategy that we know that intelligence also come in because we all know it's organized crime. We all know there's that 
third and second hand in and as we saw. And then also people, you know, I think our society have not been educated because we find some parents would call you, my daughter's missing, um, and she doesn't know that the kid has some adult boyfriend and they disappear and those all sort of things. So with the state and society not really understanding um, the real uh, uh, danger in it and, and playing games around with it um, is, is, is what's causing more and more women and girls just going missing. And I think we need more political um, um, hands in, in trying to get it done because the awareness is not much. A21 um, is only joining now with Uber, but I think Uber has already globally found a way to sort of, you know, do with, with, with by hiring women, um, verifying uh, people's identities. The problem is bald right now. Um, and, and these things happen. We've seen Uber go to schools, pick up girls, school girls, and then drop her at a hotel because the social media of chat rooms also. So there's another level of internet. Um, and for me thinking, no, we haven't reached that place where it's really been focused and put into a place that says, okay, we can say it's working here and it's not working here. I don't think we've reached that. Griselda Grudbom, thanks so much for speaking to us. Uh, Griselda is a survivor of sex trafficking and an activist, also authored a book called Exit, the story of her life of prostitution and her ultimate escape from it all. And uh, this starts our focus, as you would have noticed by now, every month we have a focus. Uh, last uh, month we spoke about uh, passenger rail and Prasa and Metro Rail and what's happening in our rail system. This month we're focusing on human trafficking.